All right. Welcome to the Save for a Golf podcast. Again, Eric's not here. But again, I'm, we're still sponsored by Swanny, so use that discount code SAFR25. But I do have a special co-host, even though Derek's always kind of been the co-host to people in the group chat. We have Brian from the Duffin Up pod. Uh, we've known Brian for a little bit. Uh, Brian and I are the dynamic duo uh, for Kat, who doesn't know, but Kat is also here from Golfing Buddy. Brian and I are the dynamic duo. We had a hell of a time in downtown San Jose. Uh, back for the shindig, which is the very pretty flag in the corner. Um, pretty flag at my crew neck that only I purchased. <laughs> so he goes, hey, there's no crew necks available. And Jordan from Owen's like, oh, watch this. Made these crew necks. Brian's the one who bought a crew neck. So shout out <laughs> Brian who bought the crew neck. But we have Kat with Golfing Buddy here. Um, excited to learn about what Golfing Buddy is because in my mind, it's like Tinder for golfers. But I'm willing to bet it's not at all like that. So, but welcome, Kat. Welcome, Brian. Uh, thank Kat, you. You have the floor. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here on your show. Um, yeah. So, what do you want me to start? You want me to start on how Golfing Buddy got started or? We could do a little bit about you. Uh, we're okay. obviously going to talk about Golfing Buddy, stuff like that. Yep. So a little bit about me and my background is um, I was in corporate America for uh, 27 years, and then I became an entrepreneur in 2014. And that was my first business and it was marketing and I loved it. It was great. But then in um, here toward the end in, in COVID, I started my second business, which is a business broker. So I kind of have like this entrepreneur kind of bug in me. And I don't know if I'm a glutton for punishment because it isn't easy to start a business. It's actually really, really hard. Um, but I think I feel like when I was successful with the first one, I thought, okay, I, I got this. I can do it again. And that's how I started my second business uh, as a business broker, helping people sell their business. So, you know, I understand tenacity, hard work, you know, and uh, being, you know, persistent and uh, having thick skin because at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of business you have. I don't care if it's a flower shop or, you know, a side hustle, whatever. You really have to have some a thick skin to persevere and, and get it going, you know. So I I love relating to business owners and uh, a little bit about how I got into golf was because of uh, when I was in major media. So I sold TV advertising in five different markets for like ABC, NBC, CBS, and golfing was part of that. A lot of that, you know, because you go on these golf tournaments and you go on these uh, foursomes and um, all these charity events, and you're there with your clients. So I fell in love with golf later in life when I was 30 and, um, really love, love, love it. Uh, but I feel like I'm no different than a lot of people who typically get into golf, you know, because there are so many people that find it through like top golf or when they go and do putt putt or, um, you know, the driving range and things like that. So I love that you know, when people are exposed to golf, that they fall in love with, with it and then they want to take it a step further. You know? I feel a little sad that you said you found it later on in life and then you said 30. Yeah. Um, because like my staff, I 
So basically my background is I'm an area manager. I work in the running industry. That's about all I say, just because if they listen, I don't know how okay it is when they just start dropping names, but my staff call me old. I'm 26 and like, I'll have like music on during the day and it's always Aaliyah. I love Aaliyah. And they're like, Dom, who is this? I'm like, this is Aaliyah. This is baby girl. This is like, that's all you need. And they go, who's Aaliyah? So the fact that you find it, I, I don't know, makes me feel a little old. Um, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Everybody's introduced to golf a different way. Yep. Um, Derek will take his clients to lunch. And I say lunch loosely because it's his excuse to golf during the workday and then be able to write it off. So I'm yep. incredibly jealous. But I mean, it's yeah. a hell of a way to be introduced to the game. Oh, no, absolutely. I agree. And I would concur with Derek because I used to get jealous before I learned to play golf that, you know, all my sales managers and other reps were playing golf and they were allowed to go and take the day off and do that. So the, you know, the moment that I, you know, just piped up and said, Hey, I'm going to take some lessons and buy some clubs. Then I like, I empowered myself, right? I basically empowered myself. That's all I did. (laughs) I I was going to ask that too. I mean, um, if that's, that's the most, the, the best motive there there is, I mean, if, especially for, for business needs, but, um, once, once you kind of, it overlaps with, with, uh, your professional life too, yeah. in, in a sense, um, you don't want to go out there and embarrass yourself too. So you're like, all right, I need to really, uh, at least hold my own out there. Um, or, or you'll never make any sales or, <laughs> you know, I mean, not that like it's totally driven in that sense, but um, you just want to want to get invited back out there. <laughs> you don't want to. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree. And I'm so glad that you mentioned about like, you don't want to embarrass yourself because that's probably a stigma. A lot of people feel when they learn to play golf and they're not sure of themselves. And, you know, golf is a, is a number sport because we take score and that means that there's a little competitiveness. So even if you don't take score, you mentally kind of do because you're like, okay, that's my eighth hit. I'm not taking score. I I never, I never understood those people that say, I go out there, I never keep score. I'm like, I could never physically do that because obviously you know where you're at, what shot you're hitting. Like I, even if you're not writing it down, like (laughs) possible, I, I, I envy the people that are able to uh, detach themselves mentally from counting how many. I, I'm, I'm that person. How teach us your ways, Dom? What? It depends. Um, we were sent bags from a newer company, um, actually from Japan. And they told us, hey, just take pictures of, um, you know, just go play golf. I was like, done. So now I've got this beautiful <laughs> pink bag. Um and the way I did it was I went out, played my local nine hole course. I'm like, I don't care what I shoot. So I didn't even take a scorecard. I wasn't keeping notes on my phone. I wasn't doing anything. I was just out there hitting balls, had my camera, had a green tea from Costco and I just walked around all day. Like to me, that's, I mean, that like made my week. That's awesome. Being able to go out there. Like, I don't know what I shot. I, the issue is I didn't lose a single golf ball. So I knew I was doing pretty good. So I wish I had that score. Um, mm-hmm. The other issue I had was it was with a Duffin up golf ball. Um, funny enough. What the heck? I know. That's, it's magic. It's that's, there we go. And a nice open Duffin up golf ball. I was pissed. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I don't know. I went out there. I played, I had fun. I took pictures and then I just drove home. I don't know. <laughs> that being said, like if, if Derek and I are playing 18, then yeah, I'm keeping score. Cause sometimes I like blow right away. She like a pretty decent score. Nice. That's it awesome. To- it totally That's is. I mean, it's, it's said over and over. It's just a, a, a glorious walk uh, ruined for the, for the most part. I mean, it's just, <laughs> especially especially if you're just starting out i mean just being out i mean golf courses are some of the most beautiful places on on earth and um especially if you live in a city where green space is not necessarily uh at your at your availability in that sense but just going out there and being with friends and um mixing in a drink or two if 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 that's what you you please and um going out there and i think that the the issue um with me is is that's the that's the only time you'll see me for the most part lose my temper or angry or swearing like a sailor is out in the golf course because I, I take myself too seriously for the most part. Um but uh I think that's like when you get to a certain uh, skill level or you're shooting a decent scores, now you're just expecting that every time and and that's when uh the worst is brought out of you. But um but but in that sense, I mean Kat, when when you're out with uh business clients and and such uh what's your what's your secret to keeping your composure so um i (laughs) yeah so i'm a big fan of scrambles right so in the beginning i did a lot of scrambles because it's best ball right best ball exactly yeah and that's the best way to hold your own right and feel confident because if your ball is picked, how exciting is that? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it was the putt in. You know what I mean? Like, you contributed. who cares where it was? But if yours is selected to me, that is like the biggest compliment you could have. And I think for a beginner or someone who is not confident, that is the best way to go for a while. You know what I mean? Especially publicly. Pay the extra money to have some fun, meet some people. Because um, that's the other thing. Scrambles are always fun. And you get to meet a lot of various people and have some fun out there. Um, and especially if you're signing up solo and you get paired with some people, you know, that always makes it exciting to me, you know, because, again, it's not a serious thing. The serious thing is usually when you're all taking score yourself. Right. And then it's the best score. Mm-hmm. And then people are just like kind of you know, grumbling and like, oh, damn it. Why can't you hold your weight at? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, pace of play that I feel like that's the most uh, sh- like stressful part of it all. Like that's the only part where it's like, this is, this is when people take it too seriously. When you look back and, and the, there's a guy with his hands on his hips waiting for you to, to, to hit or whatever. And that's, that's when my anxiety kicks in. Um, I mean, my, my girlfriend, she just started out golfing uh, with the pandemic and, um, and that's okay. always like just the pace of play. I mean, she's picked it up quicker than I've seen anyone pick it up, which is awesome. And, um, and it's just awesome in general, the, uh, the growth in, um, female golfers and, and the golf game and, and the, the, the world of, of women. And in that sense, which is so fantastic. I mean, we have, and I'm, I'm not sure if, if it's, uh, I mean, I'm sure you have something similar in the Milwaukee area, but, uh, there's a, a local, uh, women's group it's called girls gone clubbing um here which oh, is nice. totally nice. cool it's taking taking the the city by storm i mean it's it's a uh 
social networking event, well, actual real networking event where they they hold clinics. They go to they call what they call sip and swings, and they go to a local driving range and they just drink. And it's all skill levels, just getting getting women into the game of yep. golf and and having a good time. I mean. It's obviously um, a stereotype or it can be intimidating that it's like a, an old white man's uh, snobby sport. And um, and uh, it's uh, definitely, I mean, for the most part, uh, like women weren't playing golf at all or, or even um, in some places allowed allowed to go to the country clubs and such. And and the the, the big shift now is is fantastic for for female golfers uh, everywhere. And I, I think that's that's huge. And, and I kind of want to hear your, your side on it and your, your experience yeah. at, um, getting into golf as, as a, as a woman and, um, and where it started when you started out and what it looks like today, just kind of your thoughts on all that. So before yeah. we touch on that, yep, I want to join the sip and swing. Cause that sounds like a blast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you sip some yeah. wine, you hit some balls. Like that sounds like phenomenal. Um, it would be right up your alley. I think you sitting out there with some high noons, uh, doing get started, spilling all the tea with the ladies out there. And I think, Dom, you would fit perfectly in. You you might be able to be an honorary member. I'll, uh, that sounds like a blast. Like, uh, yeah, no, that sounds super cool. I wish we had that for guys. But then, like, when you were talking about it, I was like, yeah, it probably won't be as good for guys considering golf is generally the, the man sport. Um, yeah, I want to join the sip and swing. That'd be cool. Yeah, they they do it right. I mean, I think guys would take it too seriously and it become too competitive. And oh, they they fight. It would be yeah, it, yeah, it would okay. be a brawl and swing, <laughs> sip and brawl kind of thing. <laughs> sip and brawl. Oh. Nice. That sounds fun. Um, I love that the sip and swing. I I think that's a great idea. In fact, when I first got started in um, golf, I joined the, it was the EWGA at the time, Executive Women's Golf Association. So um, they had chapters everywhere. It's now the LPGA Amateur. That's what it's called now. Um, So it's a little intimidating, the name now, because as a beginner or, you know, an intro golfer and you say, I'm joining the LPGA, but it's not like you're going to be a right. Like, yeah, you're getting golfer. your tour card and you're right. No, it's not like that. You're just part of the association, which is really confusing. And it's really strange. So when they did that, they do did lose a lot of members because I think the members mentally thought, well, I don't want to be part of the LPGA. That's too official. You know what I mean? And so that's why I said I love the name, the um, the girls. Uh, what was it again? Girls Gone Clubbing. Gone Clubbing. Yeah, that's I love that. And that other thing I want to mention about that, I think women that golf and start associations and groups and clubs, we have fun names, whereas guys just have the golfing name. You know what I mean? Like I know another lady who was in Florida. Now she moved to Utah and she started legs golf. It's like, and legs, L-E-G-S stand for ladies, executive golf, something. I can't remember what they asked. Yeah. So isn't that cool? Isn't that cute? Mm -hmm. That's, that's clever. I never, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, being a guy, never would have thought of that. Yeah. And because we're women, we can come up with these cutesy stuff, right? Because 
you know, at legs, you know, so that is cute. And, you know, the girls gone clubbing. That's another one. Uh, so there's a lot of those association and kind of groups and clubs popping up all over the place, which I love. And I totally embrace that. And um, I'm hoping that I can do something similar like that with golfing buddy. Although that sounds kind of generic because I like the legs and girls gone clubbing. <laughs> You know, you know it, starts, it starts somewhere though, right? Like yep. getting your foot in the door saying, hey, I have this platform. You can always change the name. I don't think it. Derek would let me change the name of this. But like, you know, you can always change the name down the road. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to put, I'll put you into contact with Sarah. Um, yes, it, please. It was totally, she, it, she, like, we, we became uh, acquaintances and we were actually just my girlfriend and I were at the driving range, just hitting a bucket of balls. And, and she came over to my girlfriend. And was like, Hey, like, do you golf? Uh, like, do you golf regularly? Um, and I, I, I'm starting this uh, woman's group, uh, like networking group called girls gone clubbing. And we have, we do, we hold scramble tournaments. We do um, sip and swings and all that. And like, has a really good, um, so like following in the yep. sense I mean like featured in the the mass uh, Massachusetts golf um like USGA uh, nice. uh magazine and all that especially when when the US Open came around here last uh two years ago or last year um and, and like it, it's pretty awesome I mean it's definitely taken a huge following and especially in this local area so I'll definitely have to put you in contact I mean that's a, that's a collab that was meant to be in that sense. I mean, maybe yeah. you could start up your own chapter. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think that would be fantastic because again, like when, with women and golfing, there's a huge intimidation factor, you know, golfing with men. Uh, I think this was in the trades here locally where the female was trying to play a golfing tournament that was all men. Uh, are you guys aware of that? Or do you remember, or did you hear it? It was here recently in the trades and I can't remember who the female golfer was, but it started some controversy because, um, I don't know to me who cares, right. If she can hold her weight. Is that the, um, the Lexi Thompson? I think so. Thank you. She's a badass. She can. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she beat some pretty big names as well, if I remember right. But yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, she, yeah. she missed the cut by like a, a stroke or two. Like insane, she's like, been pro since she's like 12 or something like she's no. she's nuts. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's the whole thing that, you know, if you can hold your own uh, and it's the same thing in tennis and golf and anywhere else, you know, uh, it's just a competition of the game, not of the sexes, you know. Hundred percent, and you're all out there for for one reason is getting that white ball into the hole and and having fun along the way. But but I definitely agree. Um, women have so much more fun out there. I'm so jealous every time we have a, a, a the local course that I go to. Um, they have a on Thursday mornings they have a a women's league that um, okay. It's like so the, I'm like I go up before work and they're usually all the groups behind me and. I'm just like on the outside looking in being like, Hey, like, <laughs> can, can I play? Like if they're just having so much more fun and, and yeah. I mean, they're, they're laughing, they're doing all that. It's, it's, they're not there to, I mean, some of them are there to keep score, but yeah. they're also having fun. Like you, you wouldn't know who's the best versus who's the worst because they're all just um, living it up. <laughs> right. Right. 
Right. And they're just there to support each other and, you know, make sure that everybody feels comfortable and, and they're having a good time. Same thing. You know, we had um, Gigi Stoll on the pod. Probably it was earlier this year and she's on the Epson tour. So it's like the tour right below the LPGA. Wow. Um, seeing like following her, seeing her videos on Instagram and everything. She probably has the most fun I've ever seen anybody have on the golf course. But then I also know that she would smoke every single guy I know like that. Like the amount of talent that she has is unreal. And the fact that guys are like, oh, she can't compete. She'd smoke everybody I know right? by far. And the funny part is after she was on that same week, she ended up winning her tournament oh, nice. on the tour, which was super cool. So now every time she's like talked about, I'm like, we know her and everything. So it's super cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, she'd smoke me. She, she'd smoke everybody. I mean, yeah. she's a badass. Lexi Thompson, yeah. super cool. I mean, even Michelle Wee for going way back. I mean, she's been like the pillar of women's golf for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the, the cool thing, like you guys said, it mentioned uh, COVID brought out golf um, more candidly for people. Uh, the love for golf or even just to try it. And during COVID was, it was a safe space because you weren't paired, right? You had to golf with who you came with and um, you couldn't be paired. So it was for a temporary time, it was a safe space. Cause I mean, we went out probably the most during COVID because it was the only thing you could do. Right. And, and you could be outside and have fun and, and still do something, you know? So that unless, was you're nice. in, yeah, unless you're in Minnesota and Wisconsin, because then we didn't really, we weren't able to do anything until like April or May. I was about to say six months. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just looking back, especially in, in the COVID time, just funny the 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 things that you see you would see on a golf course, like the uh, the pool noodles in in the cup, uh, like keeping people yes. or even the golf carts with the like saran wrap in between the the two golfers, or you, you had to be from the same household. It's I mean, it's it's it was comical to look back. It's it, there's going to be plenty of uh, parodies and and SNL skits down the road, just making oh, fun forever. How yeah. it was handled, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, just for just kind of going off of uh, kind of bringing it back to to you is for for especially for for females that are thinking about golf or or want to get into golf um, but just don't know how to how to go about it. Um, what would what would you say is your best is is the best advice um, that that you getting into golf or or um, how to go about and get over that? Uh, I guess that fear Initial or fear. Yeah, that yeah. stigma. That's stigma. I think the first and foremost is if you can find an association, especially a female friendly one, like the girls gone clubbing or legs or LPGA amateur or EWJ, which whatever you find, if you can find something like that in your community, first and foremost, that helps because you're among other people that want to play golf and that are going to be gracious, right? Gracious and accepting and most of those organizations want beginners. They're they're trying to get people, more people into the golf game. Uh, and that's the whole purpose of it, right? Um, but the other cool thing about golf is for anybody, female, male, um, but and especially females is this is a time to socialize. Women love to socialize, you know? It's a social 
thing. Golf is a social thing. I had a conversation with somebody one time and I'm not a solo golfer. I, I'm not going to go and golf by myself. I'm, I'm not interested in that. If I was probably a pro golfer and wanted to up my game, I'm sure I'd probably be out there at, you know, six, you know, seven in the morning, whatever time they go. Okay. Five in the morning. Is that what you're telling me? No, Four in the morning. I'm not a morning person. What time do you normally become normal, Dom? He's, he's a monster in the morning. Like nine. Okay. Okay. In, so 9 a.m. Like okay. No so if you see him out, especially on a golf course before 9 a.m., uh, he's having some kind of episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I Basically, will never be yeah. there before 9 a.m. Yes. No. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm even more- when we had to get there early because we, we do a tournament in California. So we had to get there before everybody in the house even woke up. And as soon as somebody offered me shots, I was doing shots. <laughs> One way to get over the hump. <laughs> yeah, it was like 9 a.m. And they're like, tequila shot i'm like i'm down like let's knock it out (laughs) Uh, but those those associations do help you know people beginners women um so especially like i said if it is a group specific for beginners or specific for women whatever the case may be you know it's a time to come together with other like-minded people just like you right and that helps. It helps to be associated to people like you. But I'm not against playing with people better than me. Um, I got to a point, in fact, when I started playing golf that I only played with people better than me because I wanted to be better, you know. And I think people get into their, you know, phases where, you know, you might do that because it's only going to improve your game. It's not going to make your game worse, but you have to be confident and tough enough to do it because it's pushing you. This is where I wish Derek was here because Derek would chime in and be like, well, I'm going to say Derek is better than me. He's not going to ever admit it. Derek is better than me. Derek has also said I'm one of the most coachable people he's ever met. He'll tell me to go do something and I will execute it and do it. And that is something that only happens when you're playing with somebody better than yourself, right? There are things that I do better than Derek. And then there are things that he does better than me. My short game and putting beats him every time. We always say we'd be the best uh, scramble duo because he could yep. see off back, do everything else in between and we'd be solid. Um, but that's absolutely a testament to playing with people that are better than you. You know, I've played with uh, Beard from Sucker Pin Society. Uh, Brian knows Brendan. I played a Brendan. The four of us played a beautiful morning round and I was very pissed off at Half Moon Bay. And Beard's like, hey, why don't you try doing that or that? And then I would just do it. And it's just like those little things that kind of make you look at it a little bit differently. Kind of opens up your perception to this game and just kind of, you know, you pick up on little tips and tricks, right? So the one thing that comes to mind when I was talking about all that Derek and I are playing like a local course here and I think it's like right in between Minneapolis and St. Paul um and it's like one of the last ones is like hey you've been struggling to hit this hit that and I was like thanks for reminding me he said go up there hit your five wood aim right there and just swing and I said but he's like don't just swing I striped that five wood over the green he's like that is the best shot you've hit all day and i was like you should just like be in my ear at all 
right? I mean, it helps and, you know, it, it really does help. And I, I think it's, it, it helps you have the confidence, but there's a lot of respect there. Cause obviously you respect him. I do. Yes. Sometimes, <laughs> most of the time. I mean, I find it funny. Um, like when, when friend friends that I know, um, who haven't uh, haven't even really dabbled with golf at all, but they find out that I've been golfing for for quite some time now. They're always like, Brian, you gotta you gotta teach me golf. You gotta bring me out there and, and teach me. And um, I I'm always like I'm very uh, very bad at coaching in in general, but in regards to golf, I'm like you don't want to uh, do what I do. Like I'm not I'm not exactly the fundamental wizard like my my swing is homemade i like it what it works for me just because of repetition but like don't do what i do i'm like if you really want to actually learn golf you should probably go see a professional or just someone else who's better at uh conveying uh how how they uh operate out there but it's always funny i think that it's i think that's a big piece and um I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole of just the cost of, of golf and and getting into golf and, and how expensive it can be. And that's a huge hurdle, especially um, for, for someone starting out. Right. Yeah, I agree. You don't have any or you got to purchase lessons from a good instructor. That's not me, your friend who doesn't know how to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I do say, like, I mean, between Derek and and, and Beard, it's um, they're uh, a gift from heaven if they're able to uh, offer advice that works and and teach you and be patient because uh, that's that's a, that's a huge thing because it's um, it's not easy. It's a grind out there. Yeah, I took one of my buddies out. He's like, "Hey, I've never played golf before." I'm like, "Dude, I have like four sets of clubs. Like, let's go." We went played a nine hole course. He's like, what do I do? I'm like, you stand here. You see that ball? You smack it. He goes, deal. And I've never seen somebody who's never touched a golf club hit the ball so damn good. There's one where he swung and I was like, that's going to go in. Like, that's like he's going to get a hole in one. His first ever, like, three holes of golf. Thankfully, it missed. So I don't have to, like, relive it every day of my life. Um. And then there's one where he almost drove the green on like a part four. I was wow. like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, you should just like, it's like the happy to go thing, right? It's like, you should quit hockey and just pick up golf. I was like, whatever you're doing, stop, pick up the golf clubs. And he's never played since, but again, well, busy, you know, yeah. life happens. He's, he's gotten married since then and everything. He had the hottest wedding I've ever been to. It was terrible. Um, and it was outside with no air conditioning in the venue. It was August in the Midwest. Not a good idea. Um, yeah, half of it is just getting out there, putting away expectations yeah, and just kind of, you know, repping a few balls around. Um, I do want to get in, get into golf buddy though. Cause I feel like we're, we've talked about everything, but golf buddy, um, where did that start? Where did the idea come from? Um, I will say, I like that you have, you know, because I did sign up. You can do looking for, and then you can do men, women, or both. Yeah. So I think when we were talking about the women's side, I like how it could be, oh, I'm a woman looking to play golf with another woman. It definitely, I think that would cut the intimidation factor down, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, but I liked that little 
aspect of it. Um, but I'd be, I'd like to learn more about golfing buddy, how it works, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it started, and this is my third business now, remember it Mm -hmm. started as a passion. It, It started because, you know, we are in the Midwest, so we're in Wisconsin and one year, um, there was a beautiful, beautiful weekend and it was amazing. So Jeff, my partner was like, I let's play golf. Let's play golf. We should play golf all weekend. And I couldn't get out because again, I have, I'm an entrepreneur. I had deadlines and I had to get it done. So I was like, Hey, just go find a buddy. I'm sure you can find a buddy, go find a buddy and go play golf so that you can get it out of your system. Well, he couldn't find anyone. So the whole weekend, you know, it was done over and he was kind of upset because he didn't get to get out. And he also is not a, I'm going to go play by myself kind of guy. He won't do it, you know, at all. And so at the end of that weekend, I was like, you know what, this, this is really a business opportunity. I go, Think of all the other people that are out there that was thinking just like you, like this is an amazing weekend and we should get out and they probably don't want to get out on their own either. And I, and so thus was the ting, 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 you know, <clears throat> we should put together a platform or an app or something so that we unite people who want to play golf together, you know, and that's how it started. That's how it evolved. I parlayed more into it to take action because of my own personal experiences, having the intimidation factor, having to be paired with people and having that frightening feeling, anxiety, you know, when you go to the golf course and they pair you and you're just waiting and looking and saying, oh, is it them? Is it them? I wonder if it's them. I wonder if it's that who's going to be paired with us. And then you're like kind of checking them out. Like, are they going to be an asshole or are they going to be fun? You know? And, and so there's a lot of that when you are playing golf in your mixed couple, or you're just a female with another female, you know, there's a lot of that and a lot of anxiety. So pairing that with, you know, Jeff, my partner's experience, I'm like, you know, this is a no brainer. It should, we should have, something that brings people together so that they can find other people just like them. Like if they're a beginner, they can find other beginners. If they are a parent with a junior, because we have a junior golfer too, you know, if they're a parent with a junior golfer and they want to be paired with another parent with a junior golfer, you know, Um, or if they're an adaptive golfer, you know, maybe they want to play other adaptive golfers because, you know, being an adaptive golfer means that you have limitations. So you're, obviously feel like you're going to slow people down and, you know, all of these other things. So there's so many layers of emotion in golf that people don't understand until you take up the game. And then you're out on the golf course and you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize they're going to pair me. I thought I could walk on and I could just play by myself. Well, sure. If you pay for the other three spots. (laughs) I've never heard the term (laughs) adaptive golfer. I love it i i love that so much um also i'll go out and play alone i won't go do 18 alone but i'm like yeah i'll go play nine alone because then it's like i don't have to buy three other spots it's just me a little push cart and whatever i bring with me you know so Uh that's the beauty of that but like i guess shout out to jeff for coming up with this idea inadvertently um (laughs) i hope he's in some kind of residual pay um (laughs) how does it you know 
So that's the background of it. How yeah. how does it work? So I want to go play 18 at this course. Do I put it in or does it just like yep. generate it or? Yep. Yep. So when people sign up, they're taken through a questionnaire. It's a simple questionnaire at first. If they go back and log in, it'll take them through more questions to help the filtering. Okay. And essentially what it does is it geofence people near you. So it will pull from, you know, neighboring areas. Now, if there's not enough people, it's going to geofence people further out. Right. And, And that's just the dynamics of it. Um, so once people sign up and they identify, I'm a female, I want to golf with other females, or I don't care, I want to golf with male and female. And then I also am a beginner. They can identify as beginner, intermediate, or uh, more advanced. They can self-identify as, you know, hey, I like to do 18 holes, or I like to do nine. I like to walk. I like to take a cart. Or, I, you know, I'm a ninth hole kind of person. You know, when I come around that ninth hole, I'm going to have a drink. Um, so all these variables have a play in it because there are all types of golfers. I have played with many different types of golfers, people who like to wage, right? Not everybody likes to wage, you know, and there are people that do like to stay afterwards and have a drink and socialize there. Not everybody wants to do that, you know? So there's so many variables as who is the golfer and, and what type are you that you can find people who self-identify and now you can find, you know, maybe that ultimate golfing buddy that you're looking for. Right. And the thing, the feedback I get back from the people that utilize the golfing buddy app is um, that if they travel, they're using it and now they're doing shout outs and saying, Hey, I'm going to let's say Michigan. And are there golf courses there that I can go to or anybody want to play? So they can say that in their feed, you know, so they can just do it as a shout out. They can privately message people and ask them, you know, hey, I'm a beginner golfer too. Would you like to go golfing? Is there a place that you normally go? You know, and then I also open it up to like golf courses and instructors so that they can put in, you know, anything in there that say we welcome beginners or we have this uh, special for, you know, you get lessons and you get to play every week and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, so it really is an open environment, but it's strictly golf. It's not, you know, golf and tennis. It's not golf and paddle ball. It's golf. It's just golf. So we list a golfing events on there. We um, highlight on our social media, new golf members. We highlight new golf partners. So it really is anything and all things golf. And really, again, trying to get that golfer who is more of a community golfer. And when I say that, I mean more of that public golf course golfer, not the private club golfer. Although we do have people that are a part of a private club and they'll say it, you know, and they'll say, Hey, I'm part of this private club. Anybody want to check it out? It's on me. I, you know, I have a membership there, you know, blah, 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 you know? So it really is just a golfing community network. That's all it is. You know, if I had to like summarize it. I can't wait. I, Cause I'm sure down the road it'll happen. Someone's gonna be like, Hey, I met my wife on golfing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's going to be fun down the road. Um, yeah, it, it's I've been saying this a lot with a lot of people we've had on lately. It's so dumb, but it's so genius. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. this is something that's like, wow, why didn't I think of that? Right, right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I love, I think some of the best ideas and inventions and creations are uh, self, self-motivated self in the sense where it's like you and, and your partner were like, why does this exist? Well, right. let's make it exist. <laughs> let's make it a thing. I mean, it, it's, it, there's, and you're, and you're not alone. I mean, that's, it's such a, gap in in the um in the community that like is absolutely especially if you're yeah like you said if you're going if you're traveling to a, a foreign foreign city and and you yeah. want to get out and play golf and and you see that there's an established like golf golfing buddy community there um you know what you're signing up for like it's i mean like you when you're going to a foreign place it's like you don't know what the people are going to be like what the golf culture what the vibe is no. uh, in country club by country club or golf course by golf course is is different um and i i mean i personally um i think a huge demand too i mean i have a lot of i have a lot of golfing like friends that the friends that golf um but if I if I book a foursome and and people aren't available on a Saturday, I have two spots that are that that I need to fill, and and I'm gonna honestly cancel those two spots at the very last minute, uh, and right. so that potentially it, those spots don't get filled by random people because it's always a crapshoot. It's it's always like I'm gonna get paired. I could get paired with the worst people in the worst like two people in the world, or like the most just obnoxious, but I love the fact i mean if you're a part of the golfing buddy community um one one you could see get a get a feel and do your research on that person ahead of time but also like it it's a certain um person to be a part of that community it's it's you're all there for the same reason is right. is, is getting a buddy <laughs> i mean in the sense and um absolutely absolutely and then dom to kind of parlay into you saying that you uh, like, you know, adaptive golfers, the, the, another purpose of this, especially for golf courses is to add more diversity, right? Add more diversity to golf courses, you know, how, what a cool way to get more diverse people, you know, and, you know, and, and have this as a tool to say, Hey, we welcome beginners. Hey, we welcome women. Hey, we welcome adaptive golfers. And if you're going to have a hard time finding someone, you know, you should use golfing buddy to, you know, kind of pair yourself up. Whereas if those people came on their own to those courses, it's just like you said, it's a crapshoot. You don't know if they're going to be nice and you don't know if they're going to be mean. You don't because people, adult human beings are mean. They are. I can tell you stories about how we got paired and oh my God, like some of the situations is just mind blowing, you know? And that's kind of my issue with golf courses where I don't feel like they really take all that into (laughs) consideration. You know, it's not, it's not their job. They're not supposed to, I get that part of it, but you know, if you're wanting to attract people, you know, attract customers essentially, why wouldn't you make it more open and more available and a little easier to get into for a lot of people? You know, I'm not saying you have to like make it cheap or, you know, super duper affordable, but maybe like, Hey, every Tuesday evening, you know, there's no league or whatever. Why don't you make it a little bit more affordable for the the beginner golfers or stuff like that? Um, That'd be cool. I don't know where I'm going with this, but um, 
the concept of golfing buddy is super i mean again it's so so dumb it's smart but you're like yeah you know brian's point you know you have two open spots boom you could fill them i never even thought of the travel aspect of it um we're supposed to be going to scottsdale in like january Mm -hmm. um that would have been like genius to try to find like a course and then like that yeah, absolutely. And, and the other thing too, to kind of layer that in regards to, you know, with the diversity, also the inclusiveness, right? Because again, you know, everybody wants to feel a little included. They want to feel like they're welcome, you know, to that golf course or that um, wh- whatever, you know, golf related place because not only do we have golf courses we also do the simulators and um Mm -hmm. the leagues and things like that so really trying to make it it, again inclusive and diverse and and help help golfers especially the beginners feel like there's a place for them to kind of connect to people right with other people just like them you know and you'll hear me say that a lot because i always say you know it was created to connect people just like you So on the on the profile, do they show like the handicaps or anything like that? They can. There is a spot. They can if they want. It's optional. So there are some things that are like you have to fill in. And then there's some things that are very optional. Um, And again, that, uh, you know, because we do have people that play very well that use it, you know, and so they probably want to tell their handicap. You know, and that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, my thought process was, you know, we were talking about playing with somebody better than you. Mm-hmm. You know, this would be kind of like, okay, you know, I have a 17 handicap or whatever, which I don't next year. Um, you know, maybe I can see, oh, Derek has like a four. Well, boom, right. that means I could kind of, you know, maybe I'll play with Derek more. Just, you know, better golfer, better stuff like that. That's that's an interesting way to look at it as well. It's almost like free lessons. Oh no, absolutely. You know, and that's funny that you say that because I have a girlfriend and she dates a um uh and I don't it's a senior, he's an ex senior PJ pro, like he's older, you know. And when she good. told me that, yes. So he's ex best short am- game around. <laughs> senior amateur, I think. Uh, pro, but he, uh, you know, does the circuit. That's all he does is play golf. That's every day he plays golf. So he, of course he's good. Um, but when she told us this and Jeff and I were like, oh, we want to play with it. When do you, when can you guys play? Mm-hmm. Well, it's never happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's dodging you. It sounds like he's dodging you. But, <laughs> but I mean, I think that that functionality is, is key. I mean, there's, there's people that are four handicaps that are really good and, and they don't mind and they encourage and they want they don't mind playing with people that are less. But I'm sure there's there's the functionality to to filter out, be like, oh, I don't want to play with yep. some, someone like who's who's less than this handicap or something along those lines. Like it's all obviously all preference and and it's it's to each your own kind of thing. Um, I'm just, I'm just happy to get out there and play with anybody, whoever wants to play with me, whether you're great or you're terrible. But I'm just happy I, to hit I, the ball and not miss. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know that yeah. that, should, that should be one of your exact fil- uh, filters. Is uh, how many times do you swing and miss, kind of thing, and uh, and get that count going. But um, 
No, still I, too many. <laughs> too many to count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't you don't count to keep your score. You count to keep how many uh, how many swing and misses there are. But Dom, I want to golf with you. I mean, I we obviously went on a whole golf trip. Uh, I mean, more for the tournament. But you were you were snapping photos, taking shots, and and doing that. And I didn't get to play with you. So well, Brian got in the the local newspaper. I oh, did. Nice. Yeah, Don, Don snapped a real cool picture of me uh, uh, swinging right the ball. Ball still uh, captured in in the photo. You can see it. Um, I like. I remember that shot like it was yesterday. I missed right of the green, um, probably because it's it's in a picture and and, I, and you don't you can't see the end results. So that's my little secret. It, from that picture, it looks like it's going real close. But um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's cool. And and Kat, and same if if you're ever in the Boston area or if I'm yeah. ever over in, in Milwaukee, uh, going going to get a Solbenmans burger and uh, and a nice uh, Schlitz or or some kind of beer. I guess Miller Miller works. Um, <laughs> we'll go with Gosh. that. Um, uh, definitely love to play. That that seems too. So what? Um, in counting, how many how many people like subscribe do you have currently? Yeah. So remember, we're startup. So we started in COVID. So during COVID, um, that's when the uh, app, we have a web app and then we have an actual Android download app. It's not on the iPhone yet. That's a it's an app of, I can actually download. Yes. On Android. <laughs> on, yes. yes. And so um, because it was launched during COVID, we weren't able to solicit it because nobody could air up. Right. Mm. So we really took off with it in 2022. Um, so when COVID like officially like let go, you know, in the beginning, or I think it was toward the end of 2021 uh, around that. So now we have, I think it's just under 2000 on the app. And then our Facebook group has just under 5,000 or sorry, 6,000. So we feed from the Facebook group and we transfer them to our uh, web app. So that's how we're growing the business per se. That's, you know. that's fantastic. And I, I mean, I look forward to seeing, seeing you grow right before our eyes. Um, I mean, like so, something like that, you, you guess you, you don't necessarily think of unless you're experiencing it firsthand okay. is, is like these, um, these hurdles or these hardships based off of COVID the pan, like if there's a pandemic, why that affects uh, what you're trying to do. Um, have you, um, what kind of, buy-in or or how has it been received when when talking to i guess different uh yeah. like golf courses and and, and yeah. different platforms yeah. is that like so when i talk to golf courses like um and that's the thing i'm working on now this year as i go into 2024 is i i have created a rev share opportunity now so I need to have skin in the game for them to utilize it in order for them to help promote it. So now I've created where it's a rev share. So if the golf course um, participates and they solicit it and um, we'll put in one of the um, drop downs, you know, how did you hear about us? And they can enter that golf course, right? So that they get rev share. Um, so Right now, like I said, we have probably, I want to say 3000 golf courses in our partner site. Um, awesome. Yep. But again, it's, we have to be calling them constantly and talking to them and reminding them, Hey, you know, you're getting golfing buddy out there, you know, what's going on, you know, uh, what do you need help with? Um, so it's still in the infancy. 
The cool thing though is that we pitched it. So during, when we launched, the first thing we thought about was, you know, investors and how do we get this out there so that we get more money to promote this? Cause it's, we're bootstrapping it. It's out of my money. It's out of my pocket, you know? Um, and so we did pitch it to uh, Shark Tank. So the first year and yep. And so we did get selected to pitch. And then that's when COVID hit and they said, well, we're not doing production. So you guys just hold off. And then, so it came back on Shark Tank. Came, so they send us an email saying, hey, we're back on. So we got to pitch it again. And then the second time we got to the third phase, the third phase is um, you've already been interviewed. Now you filled out all these docs and now you have to send in uh, your video. Okay. And then you would get picked from your video and we didn't get picked. So that, so, right, right. I mean, we will, I mean, it's persistence, right? Persistence is what's going to make anybody successful. Gonna say it. I mean, I'm sure you're 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 developing and you're you're either growing your network or or just yeah. kind of the following, but also the 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 website itself and an app is is developing in yeah. a positive way. So I mean, you're getting stronger, and your 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 shark uh, Shark Tank pitch is probably getting stronger as well, like in that sense. And it's that's fantastic. I mean, like just kind of going back to like just I'm sure it's extremely difficult working with, with golf courses, because at the end of the day, they just need to fill those spots. They don't care about who likes who they, they just want those. They spots don't. Filled they and, don't. Made. and so I think that's, that's um, a fascinating and interesting um, like issue or, or hurdle that, that you need to kind of overcome from, from that standpoint is, is, like why? What, what, yep. what do you, like? What? What's the benefit of this of having? It's a, is it more work for me to do? I just need to put uh, as in the recruiting world, just need to put asses in seats. You know, just kind of right. like I don't, I don't totally. Um, it, it's yeah, they don't need to, people to like each other, and there's, but it's. I mean, I think, I think what you're doing is is creating an awesome culture shift for the better, and and making it more accessible of a uh the golf the, just the golf world accessible or less intimidating and more yep. more inclusive and i think that's a fantastic thing what you're doing um yeah but i, I yeah. can't i can only imagine uh what you're going through <laughs> to- well and i mean you know everything is that like it's all growing pains it's learning as you go right um you know at the end of the day it's exactly like you said those golf courses are there to make money the other cool thing about golfing buddy and, you know, our membership base is, you know, again, these are beginners or people that feel intimidated. So they usually golf and the times that are the low, low peak times, you know what I mean? Cause they're not dumb. They're not going to go first thing in the morning and, and like purposely want to be petrified, you know, mm-hmm. and purposely want to have anxiety. No, nobody does that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Entirely. Yeah. I do that all on my own by myself. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, that's, that's a good point. And that's, yeah. that's a cool, a cool spin on it. I mean, it's yeah. Like if you're meeting them at their goal of trying to fill these spots and it's like, this is how we can help you fill these spots because we have the demographic and the population of the people that want to be filling these not uh, non high volume um, tea time slots. Uh, in exactly. That sense. Yeah. And I, I have to be honest, uh, Brian, I do 
play the diversity card for golf courses because I feel like if I can wedge my way in, they know they need more new golfers, right? And so if I can say, hey, I'm going to bring more females, you know, minorities and adaptive golfers, why wouldn't you look at this? How could they like reject that and feel like normal or like they're a human being? A hundred percent. And and just kind of looking at your website too, um, I'm looking at, at like the the events page you could talk a little bit about that and like what what that looks like are, are these events that you're putting on as a golfing buddy or are you sponsoring what what's kind of the no uh, no no so we do put them so we scour and look for golfing events and we put them on golfing buddy and we use that as a way to continue to engage people but also get it helps with our seo you know so mm-hmm. we make sure we put these events on there uh, and again, they tie back to the original people. It's not like we're trying to claim they're ours. They're not ours. We're just helping promote it to our golfing community. So again, and so trying to do the blogs, the videos and um, things like that to help create that awareness and keep people coming back, you know, say, putting it all in one page, which yeah. is the amount of tabs I have open <laughs> for trying to one, trying to book a tea time, but also finding, finding events, every golf course has, a, has its own tab. And, and I think that's one of the biggest pain points, but like, I love, uh, the, and thank you for explaining that because uh, uh, just I'm new to the portal and trying to figure yeah. it out. But that's, uh, that's, uh, I'm a huge fan of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, yeah. I'm always excited when someone lists their event. So. I, I know. Now I want to throw an event or a hosting event just to, <laughs> to put it on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are hosting and throwing an event. True. Yes, but I will be putting this podcast on there too. So. Oh, I forgot this is an event. There is an that's, event. That's right. <laughs> so I downloaded the app and I made a little count and everything. Um, uh-huh. I wanted to point out something that I had mentioned earlier about, yeah, one day someone's going to get married. Um, you can say that you're there for a soulmate. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? Like a lot of people do golf to find someone because they love golf so much and they want to find someone who loves golf too, you know? I don't and think I want to do that. You don't? Okay, so <laughs> I have to tell you this story about this then. I have to tell you. So when I first wanted to get into golf, I um, dated this other guy. We were together for 10 years. And when we were dating, I would always say, hey, I want to go play golf with you. And he'd be like, no, that's for the boys. That's not for you. And I was so pissed because, yeah. And I was so pissed because he would never bring me out. He would never be okay with it. And so the, the day that we broke up was the day that I took bought lessons, bought my clubs and joined the EWGA. And I said, and I was like, I'm going to join golf and I'm going to do it myself then. Hell yeah, cat. Hell yeah. Look at you now. That's right. I have golfing buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not my reasoning. I just, I kind of use golf to like get away from everything stressful. So I feel like anybody else would put up with me probably as a high level of stress. So I would just kind of like to leave that at home. Thank you very much. Um, okay. Especially me not being a morning person. I'm going to, I'm going to share food for thought for you. Okay. Because when, um, because when I started dating Jeff, my partner now, okay, he never played golf. Okay. Never played golf. So he took up golf in his forties and 
he is probably like when he wanted, he saw me going to all these events and doing it for work and stuff. And he's like, I want to play golf. So I wasn't an asshole. I was like, okay, let's get you some clubs so you can play. So we play golf a lot together. And I think the, the cool thing with us playing golf together is a, I have seen him grow and he's better than me. Okay. Better than me, but he plays a little more often than I do. And he loves going to the range. But the other thing too, is that it's an opportunity for us to spend quality time together. No phones, right? No TV, no distractions. We're together. We're forced together for the two or four hours that we play. To me, that's a beautiful thing for any relationship. You know, because then you have to talk and you have to like, you know, compliment each other or give each other advice or whatever. It's it is a cool thing. I do love playing with him. And when we go out, you know, 100 percent agree. I mean, I think a big uh, stressor if uh, in a relationship, if if one one person is a golfer and the other one isn't is, I mean, Golf, golf can be a minimum two, two to four hours uh, away from there. And especially if it's a nice, beautiful, sunny Saturday, you're golfing in the middle of the day and, and uh, the non-golfer is, is like twiddling their thumbs and, and be like trying to figure out when will you be back so we can go get lunch or, or whatever. And, um, and so I think that, yeah, instead of being like, well, I'm going to go hang out with my friends and have a great time golfing for four hours. Um, I'll see you when I get back. It turns into a, Hey, let's go hang out and hit a white ball around for four hours. And, uh, and we're together and, and yeah, you see the, the best and the worst of, of your, your significant other for sure. Um, but, uh, I think it, it, in the end of the day, it's, it's time well spent versus. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So food for thought. Dom. Yeah. Dom. I don't have a significant other, so I'm just probably not like mentally there yet. Um, that's like the running, that's like the running joke. Future wedding cat's going to be the, the uh, best man, best woman for Dom and be like, I set them up. This is all because of me, the, the Cupid matchmaker. (laughs) That's like the running joke on this is like, I'm younger than everybody. And then like in the group chat, everyone's like, Dom, you're going to get married. I'm like, I don't know about that. I think seeing Derek's wife once a week is like enough for me. Um, oh, she's she's <laughs> He catches strays a lot. Um, I love her though. She's just really loud, and that's like enough for me. I'm pretty quiet, pretty mellow. Um, she's just loud. And Derek would yeah. say she's loud, <laughs> and that's okay. Not all women are loud, so <laughs> this one in particular is okay. So. My mom you find yourself too. a nice quiet gal out there. That's, that's right. all I want. That's You're going to be quiet. a poor handicap by the by the time we know it. No, no, not with that attitude, Dom. I don't want to be a poor handicap. <laughs> you got to give him some coaching, Brian. <laughs> Brian's not a poor handicap. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not a poor handicapper, and I can't coach. I'll I'll send you some YouTube links, or I'll just direct you to the Golfing Buddy website where there's some great videos on. The, the YouTube link will just be Derek's Instagram page. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Where do you follow it? Go there. You go. So what awesome. we do here on the pod before we wrap it up, we always talk about a couple things. I love food. Derek loves food. Derek's always here in spirit. So we're gonna talk about a little bit about food. 
Um, and then probably just like a couple like random, not really golfy questions, but just ones that have been kind of popular to ask lately. Um, well, that was loud. Uh, the first thing, you know, we're in your area. We're in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I know you and Brian have been talking about it. I've never been there. Where where do we have to go to eat? So I, I hear I'm going to say this because I have a lot of family. I'm not originally from here. I'm originally from Texas. So I have a lot of family that come up a lot. And so the one thing that people fall in love with that they have, okay, and you can have it at many different places, is cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys are familiar. Mm-hmm. Very much so, yes. Okay, it, so I, cheese, it's I, a Wisconsin favorite. Okay, it's a Wisconsin favorite. Once people have them, they're always like, oh my God, how can I get these? Like my brother in Texas, he will always, he'll go to a restaurant. He'll say, oh, we got cheese curds. I'm like, they're not the same. Uh-uh. I know they're not. You know? <laughs> You're a cheese, uh, a cheese curd uh, aficionado kind of. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, so first and foremost, cheese curds have to have. I cheese love curds. cheese curds. Yes. I love okay. a good one. Cause yeah, there yeah. are, there are bad cheese curds. Yes, there are. Yes, there mm-hmm. are. Okay, so um, so I'm I got maybe a couple more sub for you. Bloody Marys is the signature thing in Wisconsin. Oh Bloody God, Marys I, with I don't know Bloody burger as we yeah. speak, yeah, bacon, you lost me. cheese, like Bloody Marys that are totally built out. Silverman's is one of them that has like badass Bloody Marys. Oh, that's great to know. I I wasn't a I wasn't as hooked on Bloody Marys then as I am now. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend and I, we just we any anytime we're out and they offer Bloody Marys, even if it's ten o'clock at night, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're crushing Bloody Marys because it's like yeah. it feels healthy. It's like a tomato, you it know. Is. I like it tomatoes is. though, like that. That's weird. Like I'm like I don't like tomatoes. It's an acquired taste. You'll get there. I promise. Uh, you. Okay. Um, okay. Um, we got to like high noons, so we we can. I think we can do Bloody Marys. A little. Yeah, bit. you guys. You guys can do Bloodies. I'll do Nooners. <laughs> there we go. As you get older, you will start losing those taste buds, and then you're going to be like, "Oh, that damn Bloody Mary is good." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mark my words. Watch. <laughs> oh, not excited. Tom, I'm only a couple of years older than you, and I, I know I, I was going to say hooked, like Brian's so. not much older than me. Yeah, could yeah. give you give you a couple uh, give you a couple of years. You'll be you'll be doing it. Yeah. Yay. Uh, okay, so the final thing I, I'll advise you, if anybody ever comes to Milwaukee or Wisconsin or whatever, supper clubs, they are the bomb in Wisconsin. I'm telling you, you can get a big ass steak, some, a couple old fashions, right? You and your partner can get a couple steaks, a couple old fashions and spend less than, let's say, 60 bucks. You can't beat it. You cannot beat supper clubs and when and supper clubs you were right like you're gonna get the salad and the soup and your entree you know and then your dessert and i am telling you i i have been to a lot of places and i am in love with wisconsin supper clubs absolutely it's it's a little old-fashioned and people think like that's a lot of the grandma and grandpa's there but in the country um because we live kind of on the outskirts of Milwaukee. Um, they are very famous and they're well-populated supper clubs. 
Supper I mean, you, you had me at steak and old fashions. Um, count, <laughs> count me. I mean, you had me at Bloody Mary, but <laughs> you just, mm-hmm. I need to go back to Milwaukee, it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jeez, good. everything. I feel like I'm, I'm living on the Milwaukee diet and I'm over here in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I should probably visit Milwaukee. Never been there. Down, let's do it. We'll make a trip, go see Cat. We'll, yeah. Uh, well, well, I know some a, Bloody I know, Marys. I know oh, another yeah. couple guys out there in Milwaukee. So hmm. uh, the Vibes golf guys are from Wisconsin. So like Melvin Gordon, uh, no way. They had a tournament out there. It's actually like right after we landed from our tournament back home. Yeah. They, had a, they had a little tournament. Um, and then the uh, back nine only guys out there in uh, the Milwaukee area. We've had them on before. They're, they're like who and a half. They're crazy. But good guys. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we'll have to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last question we've been asking, Brian, feel free to answer because I don't know how far you'll send into these normally. Um, all the way through. I'm no, I don't mind. So normally, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, what's your walk-up song?" Stuff like that. Which walk-up songs are cool? But like, what song do you want to be like buried to? Married to or buried? Buried, like. Like you're dead, you're in your coffin, mm. they're lowering in. What song do you want blaring? That, that is an odd question. So <laughs> I, I so I listen to like podcasts in the shower. I don't listen to mine though, because I hate my voice. Yeah. Um, and there's one, it's from guys in like Fargo. And yeah. one of their viewers wrote this in, and I was like, that's genius. And everybody I've asked has had like a blast trying to answer it because like my answer is just like banger and everyone goes oh that's funny so like for instance like when i'm dead um i want to be buried to like a pimp by david banner mm-hmm. you know just like they're like wow grandpa listen to this and then it's just like david banner you're like yep kind of lighten the mood a little bit um i think derek had like bone thugs and harmony um it's just a little bit more mellow but it's been fun to ask people this one just for all the different answers yeah, I guess I would have to say I would probably um, say that they should play something fun and uplifting. Maybe something like "We Are Family." There we go, brothers and sisters and me. <laughs> That's a good one. That's huh. a good one. And, I and, think, and, and if it's a funeral, it's pretty topical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And they would have to like swing and dance a little because they can't be there moaning and groaning and saying, oh, cat's gone. <laughs> yeah, now it's a party that cat's gone. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and and if I, because I'm going to be cremated, right? If uh, oh, Jeff, know. if Jeff, my partner, has it near the water and there's, and he has everybody on a boat or something, you know, I would want him to to play I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> Do you guys know the song? Oh yes. <laughs> That's see why. See why I love this question. <laughs> oh, nice! I love oh, it. It's a good one. <laughs> All right, Brian. That's it's uh. So uh, I, that's this. Yeah, this is a very interesting question because immediately my. My brain isn't operating in like a a pod, like a fun, upbeat thing. I'm just thinking of some of the songs that just make me weep. And I just want people weeping. I mean, you could do that. You you could have people cry at your funeral. 
yeah. kind of a dick thing I mean, to do, but like be, you can do it. It's gonna be. You won't be there. It's yeah. It's gonna be an Irish week, so it'll be up, upbeat and fun and and all that. But um, just my mind immediately just uh, at my funeral, like any funeral that I go to, um, like the uh, like Ave Maria just makes me weep. Like I feel like that's that's the song in church that makes you cry. But I love a good um, maybe a, a Josh Groban. You raise me up is a is a good one too. But uh, these are all so cliche. I think. I think if I if I want to spin my normal answer to the walk up question, which which is my walk up song is always "Who Let the Dogs Out" by the Baja Men. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, so I think I think I, I'd, I'd probably uh, bookend it and uh, maybe get buried to uh, "Who Let the Dogs Out." But <laughs> there you go. By the Baja Men. That's you awesome. You could flip it to uh, you could do Maria Maria with uh, Santana. Yeah. Mm. A little, you know, a little flair to that irish wake or whatever yeah no i i gotta start uh i gotta start write a will and then i'm gonna put that in the will for sure uh, just so <laughs> it's a document oh i guess this can this is a video will for anybody listening when i get buried this is that's what i want we better start yeah. listing off who gets what in your background then yep yep exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my, my uh my frank the tiger head cover here all that We'll start auctioning it off. Or, or unless unless you don't care, you just say it's a free for all. Don't kill each other. True. <laughs> yeah. Much much less work that I have to do. That's for right. That's Conveniently, right. I have the same flag, so I don't need it. <laughs> the, the Odin flag. All right. Don't so flag, the yeah. Odin flag. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, that's that's an interesting question. I'm gonna have to uh, let me let me get back to y'all on that. I mean, I gave you an answer, <laughs> but I. I gotta think of a good one. Yeah, no, I like a pimp's a good one because then you're just like, what the hell is he playing? And then you're just like, oh. And then before you know it, nobody remembers that I died. And that's exactly or, how I want it to be. Similar to that, I'm just thinking, you kind of made me think about uh, the song like, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good one. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nice. it's totally not me because I'm not like that You better get your girlfriend to <laughs> sign off on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it. Oh, oh that was the only thing to put down. Future yeah. wife. Here we go. Future golf buddy. Also, mm-hmm. golfing buddy. Wait, I think yeah. current golf buddy. Current. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Um, it was a blast. I I learned so much, and now I have the app. So maybe I'll go out and meet some like stranger, and yeah. you know, learn a thing or two and become a four handicap. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Awesome. Manifest it. I'm all about manifesting. Even though it just snowed, we'll manifest it. That's right. (laughs) For next year. Yeah. Nice. Nice. There you go. There you go. And Brian, thanks for filling in. Yeah, no, it was was awesome to be be here. It was super, super fun to to catch up with you, Dom, and Kat, even better to to meet you. Um, And I I look forward to seeing what Golfing Buddy uh, has in store uh, for the future and Hopefully we can link up and have some Bloody Marys together in Milwaukee. That'd be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you guys are ever in this neck of the woods, let me know for sure. I'll have to try Brian's Bloody Mary, but I'll I'll choke one down, I guess. I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna <laughs> manifest that. It's just you there you go. <laughs> just one one small step from man. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I'm not ready awesome. for that. Oh. Whew. 
All right. But thank you for joining us. Uh, super fun. Um, yeah. Thanks for emailing me because that's how this all started. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm very appreciative of being on your show and I look forward to it for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah.